Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. He goes, well, my social studies teacher likes the national, so that sucks. (laughs) Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I'm John R. Bray. And I am Heather B. Armstrong. And today is going to be one of those days where we we kind of just we kind of just go with it. Because <laughs> it's it's been one of those weeks, a couple of those weeks actually. Yeah. And you know sometimes we just shoot the shit before we record, but I think that would probably turn into its own its own episode. Spiral. Yeah. Yeah. Its own episode of pissing off the homeschoolers <laughs> oh my god or at least just bringing bringing out their condescension and self-righteousness yeah oh man and you know i know people who homeschool i've i've had family who's homeschooled i there are great homeschoolers out there yeah homeschooling is wonderful i'm not gonna judge you for it i'm super 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 not gonna judge you for homeschooling Right, and I would totally love to not be judged for not homeschooling. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're, we're single parents and we run businesses, so we could totally just add that shit on. We could just add it on. And you got two kids, so you could do two different grades, run a business, mm-hmm. run the household. It's right. pretty feasible. Right. There are very vocal homeschoolers out there who think that it is... It's the only choice. It's the right choice. Yes. And I'm I'm sure if if it works for them, that's that's phenomenally great. But I think that they need to recognize that a homeschooling situation is a very privileged situation. Oh, completely. Completely privileged that you have the time to be at home with your children and the time to prepare everything because so many people have to live on two incomes. They have to live on two incomes. Or they are a single parent who is the sole provider for those t- children. There are a lot of barriers to access for homeschooling that I don't think many of them consider. Another thing I was thinking about, and the reason that we're talking about this is we got a few comments and, and some blowback of when we were talking about how hard it is for kids getting back into the routine of things, getting the kids to school on time. Several homeschoolers contacted us to say, well, that's why we homeschool. I'm so glad that, you know, I don't have to do that with my kids. My kids always get the sleep that they need. Another aspect of this that I was thinking about this morning is how, again, I'm not judging the fact that you've chosen to homeschool your child. I just signed up to be on the school community council for Marlowe School. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, because I needed to add. You you need something else. (laughs) need something else. But, you know... The quality of public education depends on those of us who want to help fix the education system. We want all the boats to rise is what we want. So if we have 
more active parents who have the means of making a difference in the public education system, then we can help those who are marginalized and disenfranchised and those who don't have the, the opportunities that many of us, those of us who are privileged do. And that's another aspect about, well, if you're, if you're taking your kid out of the public education, education system, then you can't help improve it. Right. So. I think what I find most frustrating about it, and it's always been this way because I had, I had some cousins who were homeschooled and for a while their mom was very holier than thou about it, Uh, but that it tapered over time. But there's this idea that somehow when your kids go to public school or even private school out of the home, you've got to deal with all this shit. There's the wake up and the homework and the bedtimes and, and all of these burdens. But homeschooling is totally blissful and free from all distraction. And it's wonder. Fuck that. It's not. I, ha- I have friends who homeschool and they love it. They don't regret the decision. But we talk about all of these differences all the time. Like maybe they don't have to battle the waking up in the morning because they're kind of on their own schedule, but they have four kids and that's fucking hard. Right. Whereas if you send the four kids to four separate grades, you don't have that challenge. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but just stop acting like homeschool is perfect and without issue. It just has different issues. Mm-hmm. You're just trading and rant. for <laughs> There's no way that, that, that my children and I would survive each other. We just wouldn't. We would not survive each other at all. No. no. It, it would not be healthy for our relationship. No. I mean, I I have stopped helping Marlo practice piano because it's ruining our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a I've got a huge decision to make about that because she's so tortured by it, yet she still wants to do, to, to do it and I have removed myself from the dy- dynamic because I wasn't helping. And And has that helped though? No. Ah, interesting. Nope. <laughs> I had Lita try to help her the other night and she was in tears the whole time still. My mom was here. I had to go gosh, it was that it was that day. It was that day that I told you ugh. I had all these issues with my hosting provider and I didn't have any childcare. So on the days that I don't have somebody picking up my kids. I get, I, I leave the house at 7.45 and then I return home by 8.45. So that's when I can start working. If I don't have somebody to pick up my kids, I have to leave my house at 2.30. So that gives me from basically nine o'clock to 2.30 to work. Because at 2.30, I go pick up Marlo. And then from Marlo, I go pick up Lita. And then by the time we get home, it's almost four o'clock. And then there's... Right. You know, there's the hour of homework and then there's piano practice. And then and then I just signed Lita up for a dance class. <laughs> you just keep keeping it on. Oh, well, she is really, 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 really wants to do this. And she she's being really, really good about piano. She's practicing. She's, she's making straight A's at school. She's, you know, watching her sister all the time. And I was like, you know what? This is I will do this for her. This is really important to her. But it was just by that time of the day at, on Tuesday, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is the, the pressure cooker of um, making sure everybody is where they're supposed to be and picked up on top of thinking about, oh, my God, that deadline. Oh, my God, that deadline is sometimes so overwhelming that, I mean, I'm, I'm physically beat up by it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 
like I, if I'm physically just, I'm so tired, even though like I, you know, I work out, you know, I eat well, I'm so physically tired. <laughs> and I guess this is proving the homeschoolers point, <laughs> maybe <laughs> that I wouldn't be suffering like such fatigue if I just did it myself, but I have to make money. But see, that's, that's just it. Like maybe you wouldn't be suffering the fatigue, but something else suffers. How do I pay my bills? Right. And it's not like you're just money, 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 and that's your focus, but you, you have a household to support. You have kids to support. You have all of these different things to do. And homeschooling definitely makes some of the burdens that exist now easier but then it creates different kinds of challenges. Yeah. Like paying the bills, which is a minor one, but it's there. That's what's frustrating. Like Food. I'm all about it. If I had if I if I had the ability to give it a shot, I would probably try. I think Lexton is the kind of kid who could benefit from that environment. It's just not something I can do. It's not it's just not feasible. And if it was feasible and I could do it and I loved it, I sure as hell wouldn't go to my public school friends and be like oh you're fucking with your kids <laughs> because what good does that do oh and min no no yeah. the, the frustration level that marlo encounters uh, with, with with anything that that sort of pulls up a challenge i just know that, that, that it's not a good it's not a good <laughs> mixture <laughs> yeah uh, and i was saying the other night so I, I had tickets to see the band time and I was like, Oh my God, I'm so tired, but you know, pull it together. Let's rally. And so my mom was able to take Marlo to therapy. I dropped Lita off at her dance class and then went to the concert and my mom was able to pick Lita up from her dance class. There's, there's a lot of arrangements. I asked my mom, I said, I told her, I said, you know, before Marlo goes to bed, make her practice by herself and see how it goes. And my mom said it was the exact same thing. She sat there and cried the whole time and got into a fight with Lita as Lita was trying to help her with her flashcards. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I got to make a decision. I don't, I'm not, you know, she may end piano here in the next couple of weeks. So it's sad. It's, I talked to her piano teacher last night about it and she really wants to figure out a solution. She's like, Heather, I'm going to be honest with you. Like there are, I've, I've had many kids who really, really, really can't do this. Like they just cannot grasp piano. Marlo was not one of those children. And she's like, I see she's, she's like, and this is the thing is that when she's with me, maybe it's the, the fact that she wants to, wants me to think well of her. She doesn't exhibit any of the behavior that she exhibits at home. So, yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> There's got to be some truth. Can to you that. M imagine me trying to like teach Marlo division? No fucking way, man. <laughs> we would no, kill I mean, each other. It, it's funny because just the other day when Lexton was with his math tutor, you know, we had about 20 minutes before she showed up. So I was sitting with him and working on math homework and we were talking about his day and working on math homework and within five minutes we were at each other's throats <laughs> with this fucking math homework and then the tutor comes and and i left and let them do their thing and came back for like the last five minutes and i'm hearing the exchange the dialogue that they're having it's like a 180 yeah like i feel like 
I kind of want to write a script for her. So she'll say all the things I would say just to hear how he responds. And I'm not putting all the blame on him. I mean, we definitely escalate each other, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And we're, and the weird thing is we're both relatively patient people. Just when it comes to that, I don't know. Lydia and I don't have that dynamic at all. Well, she does get frustrated sometimes and, but that's just, you know, general pubescent mood, <laughs> moodiness. She and I, you know, we, we, we gel. There's no, if she runs up against a challenge, Lita is, you know, she's up for it. Marlo just isn't. And um, I love her to death. She's a glorious, glorious child. But you stick her in front of something that, that is going to, that she's going to have to work at. <laughs> and see that I don't understand that at, at all. Like working at something thrills me and it thrills Lita as well. It's just who are our personalities. Yeah. I mean, it's a personality difference. It's definitely a personality difference. I think there's a hurdle that you have to get over though, where you can see that the work you're putting into it has made a difference. Right. And then you recognize that and that encourages you to put in more work. And maybe for some people, like for Marlo, maybe that hurdle is just a lot farther down the road than it is for you or for, for Lita. I'm trying to remember if, I know Lita ha- had some frustration when she had when she first started, for sure. But I, it was not at this level. It was not at this level at all. And she learned pretty quickly, you know, the more I practice, the better I get. And so she even said to me, before piano started this week, she was like, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to the new pieces that I'm going to play. And I almost fell on the fucking floor. I was like, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but uh, wow. yeah, again, I, I think homeschooling, it for, great. You have that relationship with your kids and you have the time and you have the opportunity to do it and you want to. Awesome. But stop telling us that we're doing it wrong. <laughs> right. Just stop acting like all of the challenges that we have would vanish and no more challenges would appear. It's it's just not the way it is. No. Not at all. No. No. And then you have that stupid national album that came out this week, too. God, oh, God. damn it. Well, I, and here we go. This is why public school is great. <laughs> this This is why. So... I mean, they've been releasing songs from that album for like two months, Mm -hmm. like one at a time, kind of trickling them out. And Lexton fucking hates the national. Oh, he does. And I, I think it's probably because I listen to them a lot and he finds it all super depressing, which is accurate. It it is dad rock, right? Is that what they call it? It's totally dad rock. Yeah. 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 So I get it. I mean, I get why he feels that way, but he comes home from school I guess it was the second day because the first day was apocalyptic for him. And he sits in the car and I said, how was your day? And he goes, well, my social studies teacher likes the national. So <laughs> that sucks. And I'm like, and the guy, we, we listened to all of the same music. We talked at like back to school night, all the same stuff. So we're supposed to be talking about curriculum and grades and we're talking about the national and the shins and donovan woods and all these different people and you know and lexton is just now furious because he's like and he he plays music in class and sometimes it's the national and yeah but if i homeschool them 
I wouldn't have found that commonality. Right. Yeah. See? Yeah. And it's a fucking heartbreaking album, too. Oh, it's just, oh, they do it every time. They do it every time. How do they capture it every time? Something about this one is different, though. I know. It's just brutal. It's a brutal, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous album, but it's like, I feel like someone is just punching me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the just the, the musical variety from track to track yeah. is unlike any of their other albums, I think. Right, exactly. It's really, really, really unique to the point where you, you are listening to it. I think on a first listen, it almost throws you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I, I realized um, when I first listened to it, it's one of that al- it's one of those albums that, that's going to require repeated listenings for you to discover everything that they've done. Yes, which is my favorite kind of music. Um, yeah. So I was really, really thrilled with that. Um, but yeah, I don't. So have you listened to it repeatedly? I haven't. I've listened to it like three times now because okay. I don't think that Lita. It took me a while. I didn't. Li- I didn't listen to the Nash. I didn't listen to the first album because there was something about his voice that bothered me. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, and so I didn't really discover them until high violet, which is probably in my top five, all albums of all time. It's a, it's great. That yeah. album compl- like transformed my life. Like it was, in, I mean, I can't even handle it. I, I, I yeah. Um, so I don't think that Lita would appreciate his voice very much. And so I don't listen to it when I'm driving them to school. And I've been really, really busy writing this week. And so I can't write while listening to music. Any music or just? Any music, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I can listen to music without lyrics, just instrumental. Really? Yeah. But nothing with, if I, if it has lyrics in it, I start to sing and then I start to write the lyrics. <laughs> Every single time. Doesn't matter. Yeah. there's some, I cannot uh, multitask that way. I just can't do it. I can multitask in many, many, many other ways, but that one is a, a very, as a, that, that's a challenge for me. He does have a super interesting voice though. Did you ever listen to Morphine? Yes. It reminds me a lot of, of those vocals. Yes. A, a more upbeat. I think he's got a better range, but it's a lot like that. And you have to be, or like a Leonard Cohen, like that same feel to it. Yes. Like deep spoken, tear you apart. By the way, somebody that I follow on Twitter, like I, I tweeted something about how much I could I couldn't possibly love this band more. They posted a picture of themselves doing something um stupid or something funny on the Colbert show. And okay. um and I said I tweeted something about how I couldn't love them more and somebody that I know on Twitter said, Oh, by the way, I used to go to school with two of the guys in the band. So if you get to, if you get to one of the shows and need to get backstage, just let me know. <laughs> oh my god! With the, with the which two? Um, probably I don't remember which one, but probably the twins. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. But they well, I'm I'm seeing them in December. So you if are that you are extends, seeing them. You decided I, to do it? No, I I have tickets. I got tickets back in like. April or something. Oh, it's Arcade Fire that you didn't know if you were going to go see. No, our, yeah, that's in October. This is another musical episode. We've gone back to Somehow. music. <laughs> well, I mean, we had self-care was a couple weeks ago that had music. So it's, you know, and music yeah. is so central to everything that we do that I think it's kind of inevitable. 
And it's, it's one of our commonalities as well. Yes. And I, I think I told you that I'm going to see, I'm going to see Siguros in Iceland. Yes. Yeah. Which will be incredible. It'll be incredibly cold. Yes. It'll be incredibly dark. <laughs> but I mean, they're Icelandic. So to see them there. I know. Is that their final show of the tour? I'm pretty sure. And they're playing a few nights. Okay. Yeah. Are you seeing the last night or when are you? Uh, no, no, I think I'm seeing like the second night. Okay. Um, oh, wow. But I've never been to Iceland. So that will be my um, year-end trip. I usually try to go away for the week that my kids are in New York. So. Yes. Yeah. And they're not, it's an every other year thing though, right? For Christmas? Um, we uh, came to an agreement that one of us would have one of the weeks and one of us would have the other and we'd switch it every year. Uh, so one of you will always have the holiday itself. Like we will, you'll switch we, the holiday, we, but you'll we always alternate have time. The, we, al- we alternate the holiday. So okay. like I get them for Christmas this year, he gets them the second week. And then next year he'll get them for Christmas and I, I get the second week. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. It's an agreement that we came to. Look at oh, that. Compromise. Look at that. <laughs> it's nice when things actually work out, isn't it? Isn't it? You gotta you gotta hold on to those. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a there's a lot of those dark times where things aren't really working out, and you gotta remember that sometimes they do. Sometimes they do work out. You and I were talking about potential guests for the show and I was like, you know what? I should bring my mom and my stepdad on to talk oh, about yeah. to talk about the you know, the divorce. Like my mom's divorce w- from my dad is very 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 different than my stepfather's divorce from his wife. Oh, so, really? Yeah, you've never talked about that, I don't think. Yeah. Um interesting. Their divorce, my stepfather's divorce was highly contentious and um his ex-wife still doesn't acknowledge my mother's existence. Really? (laughs) Yeah. This is how long has that, I mean, that's been a long time. 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Yeah. So like my mom can't go, she like, I have two stepsisters who have children and my mom can't comment on their Facebook photos or any of their updates because she doesn't want to cause any conflict with their mother. But she gets along with them. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's just she. So it's not that she doesn't have a relationship with them. It's just let's make things easier. Let's make things easier because the mom still thinks that my mother is the most evil person who ever lived. So even though it, even though my mom was not the cause of their divorce. <laughs> wow. Oh, but oh, the sordid details of all of that stuff, man. Oh man! If I, if only my mother could write a book about it all, it'd be a bestseller. Yeah, it would be awesome to have them on. Yeah, would they do it? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I mean, I would have to promise not to try to make her super uncomfortable. But <laughs> I mean, you could promise to try. That doesn't mean you. you I'm won't. never it's... good at that. <laughs> Something tells me she she just kind of goes in and braces for it. Yeah, at my uh, niece's wedding, my niece got married at the Mount Timpanogos Temple in American Fork, Utah. Was this recently? This was, yeah, it was a month ago. Okay, yeah. And I'm still processing the photos. I just, my life has been upside, pulled, just completely 
My life has been flipped upside down. Um, just I know you should you should really homeschool. It'll change <laughs> that whole dynamic. Um, and I took all of the photos um, when they came out of the temple because I'm not allowed to go in, and you're not, I don't think you're allowed to take t- pictures in the temple anyway. So when they came out, and she married, and she married um, a, a really, really, really popular kid from Orem, Utah. So the gathering was enormous because my sister has five kids and he comes from a family of five kids. So there's tons of family. And I, I, I took all of the photographs. So I took, I literally took like 2,500 photos. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. That's so much to sort through. Holy so shit. I mean, outside of processing. That's yeah. a lot. And I promised, I made a promise that I wouldn't do anything inappropriate at the, at the temple. And I didn't, I did not. <laughs> You wanted to, though. I wanted to. Um, and then later on, they had this reception at this place down in Provo, Utah. And I, I held it together pretty well. And then, oh, and then, but then they started dancing. Oh, my God. And I just couldn't <laughs> help myself. And I was just like, there was, I forget what song it was, but I started yelling, White Mormons dancing white mormons dancing to the to the rhythm of the song it just it just like fit and my mom was so mad <laughs> but it was it was really 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 awkward these white mormons thinking they have any any rhythm whatsoever but um yeah dancing at dry weddings is always oh yeah they had ice yeah. cream <laughs> well that there we go then i withdraw my remark Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I didn't make any jokes about how their sex was going to be that night since they were both virgins, you know? I didn't make any comment about it. <sighs> that's, a, that's a long time to bite your tongue. It was. Oh, man. But that's an accomplishment. I had, I had not been to one of those Mormon weddings in a long time. So it was... It no, was, you want to just keep going. I just want to keep going, yeah. I want to keep behaving myself. <laughs> Trying to, I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm past the age of getting invited to to weddings anymore. Sort of. I guess we're now at the age where we're getting invited to second weddings. <laughs> I well, yeah, or I'm kind of like in between. I feel like. Yeah. Oh, I you did are. Have That's right. Like a couple weddings earlier this year, and then I guess I had one in the summer. So I've had three this year. Yeah. Well, people but, are waiting to get married until their thirties. So yeah. Yeah. And then they're waiting to get divorced until their forties. <laughs> and then, and then mid forties is like remarriage time or what? I don't know. Like, there's an epidemic among friends of mine. Like, they we just we just toppled like dominoes everywhere. So many of my friends got divorced within the last few years, and uh, I was like one of the first to go through it. And so I was able to say, "Listen, go consult with a lawyer." You will thank me later. <laughs> Have any of them remarried? Um, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's going well. Uh, some of them have stepchildren. Okay. Um, yeah. And they'd be like Lita and Lexton's age, maybe a little older. Yeah. I have not ever been in a dating situation where I was uh, involved with someone who had children. Well, yes, oh, I, really? yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I was, but I never met them. Okay, but only once. Only once, yeah. That could be that could be really challenging. Like mm-hmm. it's hard enough when you have kids to try and find the time. 
But then when you both have kids, right? Like, I mean, obviously it can happen. It works. People do it all the time. I just feel like that's a, like a whole nother layer to try and figure out. Well, it's a whole other layer if you're dating someone who's also a full-time single parent. Because if the Not other person true. has them half the time, then it's a little easier that way. That's uh, true. Yeah. And I, I have a feeling, I'm sure someone out there is going to present me with some data that says this is wrong. But for you, for, for women, I think that would be easier to find someone who has kids but does not have them full-time because men typically don't. Men typically don't. Are we gonna get? Are we gonna? Are we gonna get blasted for that? For saying that? I bring it honestly because <laughs> I don't know. But t- I I feel like it's just more common for the mom to have more custody. Yeah, maybe not everywhere. Maybe not in every situation. I mean, obviously, I am a full time single father, so it does happen. I just think it's less common. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I've, I've been hearing about custody arrangements where um, the woman is asking for more time. Um, and I, I'm sure they do it because they want to be with their kids, but it's also they get more child support. Oh yeah. Yeah. So theoretically, if you split custody like 50-50, could you not have child support in either direction? That's what happened with me and John. Interesting. Mhm. And once it yeah, once it shifts that that's when the child support kicks in. Well, and usually it's child support based on Yeah, I don't know exactly what the law is around that because and and when they calculate child support, they basically take what you make and what the other person makes, and then they do this calculation about what what the other person is owed every month, depending okay. on the level of difference. Okay. In time and in money. And I hear, and again, I hear some people who are you know they they talk about the thousands and thousands of dollars that they get a month in child support, and I have to go vomit <laughs> into a sewer. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. It's, I mean, as we've talked about before, like that isn't a part of my world at all in any capacity. So it's mm-hmm. just an interesting, I guess that makes sense. If, if everything is equally split, then there's really no point. Right. Huh. Yeah. The logistics. But I, but I always, whenever I hear about anybody getting a separation or anything, I'm just like, go talk to a lawyer, even if it's just for an hour, 
to see, you know, to, so that you understand what you're headed into. Yeah. And I think, I mean, like I mentioned in some of those first few episodes, it wasn't even a divorce for me, but mm-hmm. I talked to, to a lawyer just to see where things stood. Like it was worth spending the money for one hour just to talk to someone who knows the laws in my state. Yes. Like totally, totally worth the expense as a one-time thing. And then if you, if you, you know, uncover some things and you need more time, then thank God you had that initial consultation. Right. It's always worth it. I think it, even in situations that are as good as they can be, I think it's worth it. Oh, absolutely. If even if you could, or even if you're both like, you know what? Yeah, this, this isn't going to work anymore. And yeah, you know, even if you're amicable that way, still go talk to a lawyer just so that you can, you know, like this could pop up or this could pop up or this could pop up. Um, yeah. It's not to, and not to be like pessimistic, but you also, no. you know, it's really easy to both be super amicable and then all of a sudden for one of you to not be. Yeah. It happens. I mean, for all of a sudden for one of them to, you know, bring home, you know, a, a crazy person into your children's lives, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was not a dig at anybody at all. That was just a possible scenario that you just want to look out for. Right. Well, there's there's anything. Anything can come up. Well, did you have... Although, no, that's right. You didn't have to do the divorce class. No. Um, but you have to take a divorce class when you, in Utah when you get divorced that talks about basically just being a f- fucking decent human being. <laughs> Just to be reminded. Seriously, like just how to not be an asshole, basically? Yes. Like, you know, even though it's legal for you when the child is with you to go dye their hair purple, don't be a dick and go do that without asking the other person and telling the other person that that's going on, you know? The most amusing thing to me is that there are people that take those classes that actually learn something. (laughs) Like that hear something like that and they're like, oh yeah, that probably would be a dick move. When really... It's just fucking common sense. Or it should be. Yeah. I uh, I don't know if that's a thing here. I mean, because all of these, like, ch- child support and divorce proceedings, I mean, they differ by state. Yes. So I don't, I don't even know if that's a thing. I was fortunate, I guess, enough to not have to do that. Which um, is why I think advantages. some people are not getting remarried is that they realized that the contract of it all was so convoluted to get out of that they don't want to they don't want to go through that ever again yeah yeah and it's not like you want to go into i mean you don't you don't go into marriage thinking you know how easy is this out gonna be right if i need it but at the same time all sorts of things can happen like you just don't know (laughs) <laughs> not saying go I'm back and to listen marriage. to episode two listen. of man and grambling spiral right. yeah you need a refresher might, <laughs> might want to go back to that one yeah i don't know yeah but i but think it, go ahead if if your ex ends up marrying someone who i'm just thinking out loud with scenarios here who doesn't work there's an option for homeschool it's it's an available body an available body that's all you really need (gasps) oh my gosh oh my gosh just thinking out loud 
<laughs> I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say what I want to say. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to be, I'm going to be an adult. You're going to take the high road, the narrow I'm high take road. A very narrow high road. Yeah. yeah. It's not an easy place to be. <laughs> no. And back to that, I could probably homeschool Lita. I could Successfully? probably. Well, even, if, even like not, with no, your. No, okay. not with my job. No. Okay. I mean, if I had the means to to do it, I think that she and I would have the dynamic that it would be fine. But, but just not Marlo. again, it's just like, how do you? I admire the, the the homeschoolers who have the dynamic with their children that it would be okay. But that's not what I want to introduce. Like Marlo and I have a really great thing going with with how we operate together, and throwing those stones and and forks into it would not be good. <laughs> Stones and forks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think about the things, especially for an only child like Lexton, the social advantages and things that exist in a public school that you don't you don't get in a homeschool environment. Right. Most, not all, but most of the homeschoolers I've known have been, and I feel like we've talked about this at some point, but have been really involved in lots of different sports or in their church or in in other areas that have that social aspect. Mm -hmm. But Lexton isn't a sports kid. We don't go to church. So going out and being with, you know, other adult role models, being with peers, some of which he likes, some of which he doesn't like, I think that's really valuable. And I think sometimes in, in homeschool settings, whether it's with siblings or in these, you know, small homeschool classrooms, everyone is kind of on the same page which mm -hmm. is good for some things, but also not because that's not life. Like you don't work somewhere where you see eye to eye with absolutely everybody else on absolutely everything. Right. That's, that's not real. Well, it, it's the socialization aspect of it too. Um, learning how to navigate social situations. I mean, all, all, Lita, Lita is facing the dreaded eighth grade mean girl situation. There is a mean girl at school who is <sighs> like she's actually posting stuff on Instagram or on Snapchat purposely to make other people jealous. Like, let's do this because we didn't invite her. And so she's going to see it and feel bad. Oh, wow. That type of thing. Oh, God. I'm so glad we didn't have that back when we when I was in her age. Ugh. But, you know, she's navigating these, she's learning how to navigate in social ways that I would be unable to give to her as a, as a teacher. She's got to figure out how to, she said she was trying to sit down at the um, cafeteria table the other day and everybody was just standing around and she didn't want to bump into anybody. But then she had to, at some point, get the courage up to walk over and say, excuse me, I really need to sit down, you know. Which isn't a in the in the scheme of things, it isn't a big thing, but it's kind of a it's a skill to learn to be like not aggressive, but to be you know this is my space. I need to do this, and could you please move so that I can have what is rightfully mine? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not a big deal to an adult because we've been doing it for ever. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's even walking through a crowded room. I'll watch Lexton, and he'll come to a, a point where there's just people. And then he just stops. <laughs> like you, are you going to stand here like forever? Are you going to wait until people notice you? Like you got to, you don't have to be rude, but you have to speak loud enough and get through. Like these are just basic life skills. 
And you're exactly. right, in a, in a school setting, they have to navigate those on their own. And um, she's also, um, there's a play every year. Uh, this is really funny. Last year, the play was uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> this year, the play is The Lion King. <laughs> oh, that's a big change. <laughs> someone someone wow. was like, how is an all-white school going to put on a, a play <laughs> set in Africa? <laughs> <laughs> That's like that's a good point. Um, well, Hollywood has never had an issue with that. Though. Exactly. Um, she uh, she like the whole aspect of learning. She, she was a part of the choir in the play last year, and she loved it. She loved the you know the socialization of it, the the practicing, the, the costumes, and that's not something that I could give her at home. I don't know. Like like that's why I'm I and that's why that's one of the reasons that I took her out of, she used to go to a private school. There are many reasons I took her out of that private school, but one of them is just public, we, we need to improve public schools. And if, if I'm not going to be, if I'm not going to have my children in the public schools, then the incentive there for me, I mean, I, the, I need to be incentivized anyway, but having your child in the school, you want it to be the best that it can possibly be. I'm glad she's getting these experiences. Well, that is an interesting piece of this that I hadn't considered because if you, if everyone who's privileged enough to pull their kids from public school, whether that means homeschool or private, does that, then the public schools are left with all of the people who don't have that ability for whatever reason. Yes. And not only will they not get better, they'll just get worse. They'll get less funding. They'll get less attention. Right. And they'll turn to shit. Right. I mean, it's kind of what this is all about, right? Is helping everyone. Mm -hmm. I mean, theoretically, that's kind of a basic concept. A lot, a lot of people who can't afford to send their child to a public, uh, a private school or or homeschool are working however many jobs, right? They're working three jobs to to keep the lights on, and they can't go to a PTA meeting. They can't serve on a community council. Like they can't go help make the school a better place because they they're living like they're they're just surviving. And right. and it's like okay so how do we take care of them and their children? Like we have to be the agents of change here if if we want all of the boats to rise. Right. So you homeschoolers are wrong. That's right. <laughs> that was the whole point of this this homeschool conversation. Oh no. I was just kidding. I was just just kidding. Just kidding. I don't know, you, it's too late. You already asked for it. He's already said it. Yeah, it's out there. It's done. The truth <laughs> is there. But then there's also, I mean, there's the there's the parents who maybe want to get involved but can't. But then there's also the parents that just don't don't care. Right. You know, which is a whole separate issue, but part of the larger, I think, public education challenge. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, okay, so... Marlowe's school is pretty integrated. I, I'm excited to serve on this council this year. It's a two-year term, actually. Um, but then I was looking to see if I could get on the one at Lita's school. And Lita's school is not integrated at all. It's just super, 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 super white Mormon. Well, they hold their meetings at 7.15 in the morning. I mean, good Lord, I can't do that. I I can't do that. I have to be here to help my children get ready for school, and then I have to drive my kids to school. I don't. There's there, like there's no possible way for me to go to that meeting. 
If you homeschooled them, though, you'd have time to go to that meeting. <laughs> exactly. So maybe that's a compromise. Maybe like yeah. it's totally cool to homeschool, but you still have to go to the public school meetings. Mm-hmm. You still got to help out. That's how we all get along. We're not being condescending at all. No. <laughs> so you've got, you're, you're part of this committee at Marlowe School, mm-hmm. which is a two-year commitment. Yeah. Lita's got this new dance class. Lita's got a new dance class. Oh, God. So how's, was... your, how's, your, how's your French class coming Yeah, along? so that was the first class was last night. And, and you went? No, because oh, I no, I had so much I had so much to get done in terms of homework and piano, and I was exhausted from the 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 day before. I was like, "There's no way that I'm going to be able to make it over there," and it ends after Marlo's bedtime. And I was I was like, oh, "Just you know what? Maybe I'll make it next week." And I'm sitting there on the couch watching television, and I get a phone call, and it's the French teacher, and she's like. Is this Heather Hamilton, Heather Armstrong? And I was like, yeah. She goes, were you signed up for this French class? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I did. And she's like, well, <laughs> um, you did not come. And I was like, I know, I've got two kids and I do it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, you will come next week. And I'm like, yes, I will. we, we, we. I, I will be there next week. I'm going to attempt to get there next week. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> As if, like, because you already felt bad. Yeah. Well, and I'd, then you get a call, which is nice, like, mm-hmm. to follow up. But still, it's just kind of like salt in the wound. Like, yeah, yeah. I know I wasn't there, damn it. Well, and I, I, I texted you, and I was just like, by the way, did you know that I signed up for a French class? Like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Thinking yeah. that I'm going to have time to do that? Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Like, they have piano tonight from 4.30 to 7.15. Are they like back to back? So I I take Marlo and then I bring Marlo home and drop Lita off. And then because it's a group night lesson, like they all the kids in the group, I have to take Marlo back for another 45 minute lesson. So it's not it's not like it's not it's not like a static two and a half hours or whatever. I have to go there and then come back and then go there and come back and then go there and then come back. (laughs) Oh, my God. And there's nothing like near. Is it close? It's close. Yeah. Okay. If it weren't close, I would probably go sit at a, you know, Barnes and Noble or a Starbucks or something. Okay. It's just, the, you know, it's just the mechanics of it. It's just like, okay, another night where we just can't sit down and relax. Right. That's all I want to do is just to be able to sit down and relax. That's it. The hard thing though, I feel like, and maybe it's just my personality, but when I have nights like that, like on a, on a Thursday, like I spend the Wednesday night not able to relax because Thursday is coming. <laughs> and then I spend Friday night recovering from Thursday. So that doesn't really count as relaxation. Yeah. So it kind of, it's like this ripple that goes a day, a day before and a day out. So you've got like 72 hours that is affected by this one day. Yeah. And I know there's people who have like five kids and they're each in three sport. I don't know yeah. how the hell they do it. I don't know how the hell they do it. I don't know how the hell they do it. Maybe they homeschool. Maybe they homeschool. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, there is an advantage to having a stay-at-home parent. There is definitely an advantage. And having, oh, yeah. raising the kids be the job. Definitely an advantage. And, and I salute those people and their patience and um, their ability to endure their children for that amount of time. <laughs> but even, I mean, it's like this: the, the stay-at-home parent eases that situation, I think. But what a, fucking exhausting 
brutal oh schedule. God. Yeah. Like from the second you wake up to the second you go to sleep. Yeah. I, that's one of the re- like Lexton is not really into to sports, for example. And <sighs> that's awesome because then I don't have to go to those things. Like the pr- every day after school, the practice, which that time would be nice because then I could work. But then it's the it's the back and forth and it's the games and it's the and if he was, it'd be fine and I would go and I would do it and it would work. But good God, it's it's stressful to think about it and I don't even have to do it. I don't even have to do it. Stop making God. me think about it. And you've got your back and forth piano. Holy shit! Yeah. Um. And I'm tr- I'm It'll thinking. Be fine. I'm thinking. Okay, uh, this dance class. It's just once a week. It really makes her happy. And for me, that's just that's worth all of it. She's such a good kid, and I want to reward her for being so amazing. Uh, no, I mean that's a that's a huge a huge piece of it when the kids are really like actively interested in these extracurriculars not you know not because you want them to do it but because they really want to do it then you then you make it happen that makes sense but it's not like it that's totally different than saying my son is going to play these four sports because i played them in high school right like well that's i don't know my mother and i have been going back and forth about what we do with marlo and piano because she saw what it did to me last year and she saw the stress that it put on our lives. She had a a conversation with Marlo the other night and she said, you know, would you want to do gymnastics? And she's like, no, I I, I got really bored with that. I didn't want to do it anymore. Well, would you want to dance? No, I don't want to, I don't want to dance that she has no interest in dancing. And she's like, well, what do you really want to do? And she goes, don't laugh at me. And my mom says, I'm not going to laugh at you. And Marlo says, I want to rock climb. (laughs) That's what she wants to do. That's awesome. Yeah. There was a rock climbing wall at her preschool and she was talking about it the other day, like how much fun she had doing that. So I'm actually going to look into a place. I think there's a place you can go do it here and see if they have classes. Why am I talk? Why am I saying that? No, Heather, Heather, don't add another thing. <laughs> no, no. Something just try and try and schedule it on a night that already has four other things. So you have to really like. It's going to get to the point where you're just like, you've got like a an Uber that's taking your kids to yeah, these events. Because, I know. I know. I mean, at oh, what wow. point? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So. That's a, that's an awesome thing to be into though. Yeah. She'd probably be f- phenomenal at it. She's so, she's, you know, physically, she physically could do it. And it'd be a great way for her to burn off some of that. energy or even frustration i mean maybe that would maybe paired with something like piano maybe rock climbing would be really beneficial yeah she could climb to the top and there could be a piano (laughs) ready to go there you go well i'll be interested to hear if there is something that would be i mean i'm sure she can take just like rock climbing lessons right like yeah like maybe on a saturday maybe we could do that yeah add into this and I'm sure that, I don't know if you're dreading it, but I don't know if you noticed that the days are getting shorter and add into it the dread of, oh God, I'm going to have to do all of this in the snow. <laughs> oh yeah. We don't, I mean, it's really totally hit or miss here with snow though. Yeah. And we've had some winters that are like, ridiculous and we've had others where we get two storms of six inches and that's it. But then, then it's just really, but, but 
like the snow sucks and you've got a shovel and you've got to do all that. But we still get really fucking cold. Yeah. Like single digits, negative. Like I would almost rather the snow because it's just so bitingly cold out. Yeah. That you can't even be outside. To the point where you have to bundle up so much to go anywhere that then you have to strip down when you go into a place. And it's just, it sucks. And yes, the day, and I used to like like the shorter days, the colder weather. I, I'm, I'm not ready for it. <laughs> Definitely not. Nope. And then it gets dark at like four o'clock. <laughs> it's still summer and we're already we're already anticipating like the throes of winter oh yeah this one wandered we wandered totally you wandered. know what you know what if we had been homeschooled we would have stayed on track that's true oh. see that's we are the problem because we weren't homeschooled yeah so we're already completely fucked we were fucked to begin with man yeah. fucked to begin with see we are what happens when you are publicly schooled lesson learned to everyone so if you know if you were a homeschooler or if you are homeschooling and you're seething right now you can gently let us know you can gently tell us very, that very gently maybe we can start a conversation or maybe you're one of those people that that homeschools and you totally get where we're coming from because homeschooling is not you know this flawless system uh, you can email us as always at stories at manicramblings.com or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Manic Ramblings. And until next time, judge us mercilessly. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 